For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What up? This is Robert Ory. Ory, three-pointer. it. You might know me as Big Shot Bob. So Ory for three. Oh, unbelievable. This guy is off the charts. What's going on, Big Shot Bob? Robert Ory from downtown. Let's make it happen. Second show of the week, it's the shoot-around. B-Dog Brandon Harper. My name is Rob Jenners. That is the former star of World's Toughest Test, Robert Ord. Uh, I'm going to pick on you forever about that. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff we didn't get to on the Tuesday show. Um, so I want to I want to circle back to a lot of this stuff. There were some topics we had to punt. We went long on Tuesday, but if you missed the Tuesday show, nice little talk about the season, setting us up for the year coming. Uh, a lot of Dwight Howard uh, pro <laughs> positivity news on last week's show. So if you missed uh, the Tuesday show, go back, read it now. Uh, one of the things we didn't get to on the Tuesday show, um, the, there was a list that got populated this week of the most expensive teams by salary in this year's mm. NBA. Um, you kind of know who that is already. Who do you, who you got? So I was going to see if you guys can maybe pull some of these. Uh, yeah. Who do you think the most expensive teams in the Boston. NBA? Uh, Boston's number eight, believe it or not. Phoenix. 184.6 mil is Boston number eight. Well, we know Phoenix, Golden State's always going to be number Phoenix one. Phoenix is at number four, 190. Fe- uh, Golden State is number one. Yeah. By a yeah. long shot, by the way. $210 million. Um, um, Lakers. Uh, the Lakers are not in the top ten. Wow. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, oh, you have to go with the superstars. Dame, Dame takes Dame. that that Milwaukee above. Milwaukee's right? up at number three, yeah. one hundred and ninety point yeah. nine million dollars this year in salary. Yeah, that's a damn <laughs> for the Bucks. What they want to win? I know, <laughs> and yeah. they had to eat that Dame contract. Yeah. So, can you ever believe, like, at one point in time, that the Bucks they were paying Big Dog? Big Dog's contract was more than what the Bucks were worth. Ain't that crazy? That's crazy. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> it's two more spots, right? Um, yeah. Well, as far as the top five, wow. yeah, I've, I broke down the top ten just to oh. see how many you could pull. Oh, uh, what about um, what about is Miami there? Yeah, Miami's number five, hundred eighty-seven point eight. Hey, I forgot about this expensive ass contract, Minnesota. No, they're not. They make the top ten. They not. No, not top ten. Because I thought Gobert's crazy ass contract would take them over the yeah, top. Yeah, they had to pay him a shit ton of money. Yeah, but I, uh, I think just between him and Ant Man, everybody else, Carl Anthony Towns is on the back end of a contract. Yeah, he is. Um, oh, right down the street, yep, Clippers. Yep, there it is. Clippers, number two. Yeah. One hundred ninety-seven point three at number two. Talk about not seeing you. Talk about not seeing your money on the floor, man, <laughs> dude. And that threw me when I pulled this list. How was the Clippers at number yeah. two? Well, because of Kawhi and Paul George and yep. all those contracts, mm-hmm. but like, damn, Golden State two ten at number one. Uh, the Clippers at one ninety-seven at number two. Bucks one ninety at number three. Suns at one ninety uh, at number four, and the Heat at one eighty-seven. The Nuggets are up there. Yeah, Nuggets. at number six at one eighty-five. Is Dallas up there? 
Uh, Dallas is number nine, but uh, 174. And then the other one was the 76ers at number seven, 184. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's the well, big market yeah, yeah. teams. Yeah, I mean, sure. A lot of them are big market teams. Yeah. A lot of them are. Milwaukee's not a big market team, but they kind of are getting into that now. Well, I mean, you win a title. Dame, though. Yeah. yeah, it's Dame and Giannis. And, Middleton. Those yeah, three Middleton. guys alone right there. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what expect. I mean, Dame's deal, we've talked about 100 times over. That That's yeah. a – Yeah. But it, it, it's a point when you mentioned I would never pick Miami because they're a young team outside of Bam and, and, and – Jimmy. And Jimmy, because the rest of those are like those rookie contracts. But I guess mm. no. But they paid Duncan Robinson. They paid sure, Tyler Hero. That. Sure did. Yeah. Sure I mean, did. So, hey, where's where's Kyle Lowry at? Miami. Yeah. Paid Kyle. He's in Miami. Yeah. yeah. I believe um, so. Yeah. Unless he got traded. Did he get traded or moved? I thought he I was he done. I thought the contract was up. But I haven't he heard anything about Kyle Lowry. Let me see. Hang on. The Google box knows. Hang on. That's a name that I ain't hear uh, about. Is he a free agent now? It says he's still on the roster. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, because he was working with um the guy from UCLA. What's the guy? Jimenez? Jimenez? Yeah. He, What's his name? Um, Is he, I know who you're talking yeah. about. I can't think of his name. Uh, yeah, that, they, yeah, it yeah. says he's still on the roster for the Miami Heat. Okay. Yeah, he's still in Miami. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of money, too. Yeah. Well, so, you got a few bucks tied up in Miami. Uh, this question came in from John on Facebook. For Mr. Robert Ory, ask Rob, what is this time of year like for an NBA player? Fans, as fans, we cannot wait for the season to start. But what are players feeling like this time of year? Are you nervous? Are you excited? Uh, or do you have to prepare your family for all the time away? <laughs> the families, if you're a vet, the family's already prepared. That's just something that comes with the they just know. But They just know. You, you, um, you're excited if you got a chance to win. You know, when I was in Phoenix for that little short time, it was just like, fuck. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, it was like another training camp. Yeah, and it's 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 a totally different when you know you have a chance to win a title and you you step up and you're excited, you're ready to get to work, you're ready for this to get started, you're going to do everything you can to try to make sure your body stays healthy. So it's I guess it's just all excitement. There's no nerves because no, you yeah, know, nerves nothing's, nothing's happened yet. Yeah, nerves go out the window after your rookie year. You know, and you're nervous when you get to training camp because you've never been to an NBA training camp. You're like, what the fuck's going on? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now training camps are so different. Think about it. They only, what, four days before they was playing their first game? Yeah. yeah think about it. Something yeah. Like, that, like yeah. before, we would have like two weeks of two days, you know, trying to get prepared for the season before you play your first game. So, mm. yeah, it's a little different well, now. So I would imagine going to Rockets camp was probably fun and exciting. It was all of that. I was so nervous. I was, you know, because you think about it, this is a veteran team I was going to. They already had their routine down. So you you really don't get taught anything. You just got to be aware. And whatever they do, you figure it out and you join in. It's like, okay, we're running this play. Oh, this is the play. And you're like, oh, shit. You're not going to teach this to me? No, dude. No. You got to figure this shit out on your own. We ain't got time. We're a vet team. You better fit catch, in where you get in. Catch on. This is going to let, yeah. This is where we're going to let you know if you're going to play or not. And for me, it took me about four days before I moved into that starting position because I had to learn the plays. I had to learn dream. I had to learn playing with Vernon and Kenny. And of course I had to learn the person that was in front of me so I could dominate him so I could take his position. Right. So it's just one of those things that goes into it. Yeah. What about camp for the Lakers? What was that like walking into that? What? Cause you were I, with I, the I, Lakers I, for a nice chunk. Yeah. I got nervous the first day with Phil, uh, the first okay. training camp with Phil. Was he the uh, head just, coach when you got there? No, Dale Harris Dale, was the head coach okay. when I got here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And so I think with Phil was because, you know, he, he coached Michael Jordan. You're like, what is he going to bring? You know, you hear all the stories and stuff. Right. And I was nervous in the sense. And plus, you know, my name, I, they didn't really want me then mm-hmm. because they wanted a, a true uh, power forward. And I wasn't a true power forward. 
And I think, you know, Phil was trying to make me Scotty. And I'm like, dude, I don't like dribbling the basketball. I'm not going to be fucking Scotty Pippen. I don't like doing that shit. And so it was like nervousness. And, you know, I was a little bit anxious to try to figure this thing out. So it was, in that sense, it was a little weird. But other than that, everything else was cool. Okay. Like San, San Antonio. San like, Antonio was my last one. Yeah. Yeah. By the time I got to San Antonio, I was like, fuck it, I'm a vet. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, was I, only... I got five championships. I'm coming here, man. Yeah, I don't give a I shit. I got five chips. You sit me. I don't even care. But, but like, San Antonio to me seemed like probably maybe one of the harder ones to fall into only because Pop has his system. Mm-hmm. He's got his guys. They've been running it. They've won <laughs> three titles. You know what I mean? Like, they've, that, to me, that oh, looking from the outside looking in, that yeah. seemed like probably the hardest one to just find your find your place to fall in. It, it, it was hard in the sense that I've never been on a team with that many plays. Man, we had so many freaking plays, and he had hand signals for every play, and he called he damn near calls a play every time down the floor. You know, like when you think about with Phil, you run the triangle, you get into, you just do stuff. It's just you just it's no it's reaction. Right. Here is plays. It was so freaking you know robotic Scripted. that. Yeah, and I wasn't. I'm not a robotic type of player. I had to. I look at something. I I read and I go. And it took me a year to learn that system. That's why I I tell you, like, I only signed a one year deal. I almost left after that first year, but I said, oh shit, no, we got some good here. I need to sign for another year. And so I signed for one more year at the league minimum, just because I felt so bad because I had a shit year my first year with them because I was still learning. Yeah, that I was I was good to go after that. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com podcast. Easier said, done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Did you see Will Ferrell this past weekend? Uh, I, yeah, I, he was at the Arizona game. Arizona yeah, well, USC game. He was at the Arizona USC game, but uh, he DJed at a, at a fraternity party's uh, block party. <laughs> he broke out Frank the Tank from old school, put the hat, put the hat on, got behind the got behind the turntables, and uh, DJed at the Sigma Alpha Mu frat house in LA Saturday before kickoff that night at USC Arizona. That's funny. I just hilarious. But my question is, who's the most fun celebrity? that you've ever known or gotten to spend some time with? Because to me, Will Ferrell seems like he's probably just, like he's a guy you just want to hang out with. Because he's a goof and he's ridiculous and, 
He's probably a blast. The only only celebrity that's funny that I got a chance to hang with and get to know is Jamie Foxx. That's a pretty like, damn good one, bro. That, you just named yeah, an eight list. I, I was gonna say that's a pretty freaking good one. You just dropped hey, that just, shit like he was a B list yeah. actor, man. That's Jamie Foxx, bro. Oh man, so but this, it, him and um, uh, right there in Atlanta, I used to go to the, we used to hang out all the time at the Catfish Station. What up, man? Oh, cat. Oh no, you're talking about a Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Oh, Chris yeah. Tucker. So, oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about Cat Williams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, and that's then, cool. you, matter of fact, that's who you're looking like today, Chris Tucker, like you're sitting on the porch. Damn! A little smoky? <laughs> yeah, you look like smoky there with the outfit, the color zone. Oh, because right, he got a blue backwards. shirt and a backwards yeah. hat? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so every black man in a blue shirt and a backwards hat smoky. Okay, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to tuck hey, my hat. I can say that, not you. Okay, my bad. <laughs> my bad. That's my bad. Uh, I was saying you said that. I was doing that. Yeah, I was uh, saying that myself. Yeah. Um, who is a celebrity you'd love to hang out with? Maybe somebody that you haven't met you just would love to spend some time with. Ooh. You know, a thought about it's, that. No, I know. It's uh, uh, just I, I got one that question. I would love to just sit down and have lunch and dinner with. And that's Obama. Oh man, yeah. You know, well, for all the it, for yeah. all the different reasons. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's not even like that's a fun mm-hmm. celebrity. Just that's just cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's freaking cool. Because cool. a lot of people being out here in L.A., you meet them and you get to know them, you know. And Dave Chappelle, I, I finally got a chance to meet him, but I, that's another guy I would love to just sit down and break bread with. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, spend more time than five minutes in a suite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Um, Dave Chappelle's a good one, though. Shit, man. Yeah. I didn't think about Dave, but Dave's a real good one. Love to talk hey, to Dave. I have no clue. I think a couple of ones I would think of are a little older. That's all right. Um, Jay-Z would be one. It's a just good one. You think you're going to bring Beyonce with him? No, I care less about that. Oh, no. I care less about that. I mean, I, I mean, she's beautiful, but I don't, I don't, I can care less about that. She ain't no Taylor Rooks, huh? Huh? She ain't oh. no Taylor Rooks. <laughs> you're putting him in a compromising position. I don't know how he's going to feel about this. Oh, uh, from the looks, strictly from the looks department, I mm-hmm. give it slightly to Taylor. And that's going to. I don't know how many people from the Beehive listen to this show. I don't care. <laughs> probably, probably not many. Um, but, that, but Beyonce's gorgeous. But that's not that's I, I, Jay but is one know, of those it's, guys it's where everybody's everybody has different cup of tea. Your cup of tea is Taylor. I get it. Yeah. Oh, t- yeah. Cool. Taylor Rooks is gorgeous. I mean, she's not the, at the pinnacle, but she's up there. Uh, she had, by the way, a great interview with Paul George this week. Oh yeah, um, she did. If you want to yeah. go, if you haven't watched or seen it, we didn't we didn't play a lot of it uh, on the show. We didn't play any of it on the show. Uh, but it's. It's really she just does a good job, man. It's a really good yeah, interview with Paul really, George. She is really yeah. good interview with Paul. Hey, her her uh her and Megan Good. Mm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. Okay. Just want to make sure that the congregation agrees. Hey, All right. Megan, we, we've Megan gone to a place so now. I was I was going. <laughs> yeah. okay. No, but I'd say Jay Z and my other one will probably be just from a, just to sit down and talk to from a soaking up a knowledge thing. Jay Z being one of them. Uh, Denzel Washington. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, I think he has a bevy of, of of knowledge from the standpoint of, you don't, I mean, you see him speak to people, but he seems like a cool person just to chop it up with. It's a good one. How about you, Rob? Um, 
I've you know what this might be Marvel bias, but I want to hang out with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, yeah. dude seems yeah. just because yeah. I mean for Pete, you want to talk about people that have been through it in their life? Oh yeah, Robert Downey Jr. has been through it. That he got yes. stories on stories on top of more stories, and uh, has has come full circle with his life and you his know, career. I, and I, I would just like to spend you time with him. if he was still living. I would have loved for you to have sat down with Tommy Lasorda. Now that dude, right there, Tommy Lasorda. Oh. You want to talk I've about heard baseball stories so many stories, stories about Lasorda. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've mm-hmm. heard a lot of stories yeah. about Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, I would have loved to talk baseball with Tommy Lasorda. Mm-hmm. That would have been freaking cool. Um, question from uh, Darian. I saw this graphic on Twitter and wanted to get Rob's take on it. It was comparing Jokic to Giannis. And who would you want to start a team with? Here's the numbers that were in the graphic. They're actually pretty interesting. Uh, Jokic, one NBA title, one finals MVP, Two league MVPs, five All-NBA teams, and five All-Star appearances. Giannis, almost exactly the same. One NBA title, one Finals MVP, two league MVPs. The difference is he's won a Defensive Player of the Year, seven All-NBA teams, and seven All-Star appearances. So with no disrespect at all to either of those guys, if you're starting a team, who do you want? Uh, to, to me, I, I have to go with Giannis just for the simple fact that he plays better defense. You know, he can block some shots. He can guard perimeter guys. And I I, I know Jokic is at a high right now, but I think if, if you think about starting a team, you got to play three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten more years, mm-hmm. I would go with Giannis. Because I don't I think they're going to figure Joker out in a second. And he's going to uh, <laughs> <laughs> gonna, they but they he can't figure some, out Giannis. They need to get he's some bodies on Joker to figure him out. He's too athletic. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out when they're going to figure him out. I'm looking yeah. at my watch now because I'm like, oh. Um, yeah, how many more MVPs you got to win yeah. to figure him out? And, and plus, he ready to go fucking build, deal with his horses. He's going to probably play two more years. And you know what? That's quick. actually a really good point, <laughs> point when you think about this conversation. I don't know how invested in the NBA he really is. Yes. So The, bro- the man uses the NBA as a hobby. And it's yeah. not that he's just playing. He, he works hard. He won MVPs and titles and it's kind of like, okay. I want to go home. I want to go home. That's <laughs> all he wants. He just doesn't want to be here. You want to go yeah. be with them horses. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think I'd probably go with Giannis too from the simple fact of, like you said, his defense. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about how Joker controls the game. I think Giannis does that um, to an extent as well. And if one thing that makes Giannis scarier – with outside of his, of his physique and how tall he is and how he can run the floor and how he's so dominant, we always said if he consistently was able to knock down a jump shot, he got that in his repertoire. Mm. It's over. It's done because he just can. He's just so difficult to stop already. He starts shooting the ball well. Mm-hmm. He might well cancel Christmas. Mm. <laughs> Okay, now can I say something that, that hasn't been brought up in this conversation too? What's that? Personality. I, 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 and I'm not trying to be a dick, but I feel uh-huh. like Giannis has just so much more of it. Yeah. Um, and I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, you build team chemistry on that. You right. build relationships with other players on personality, on fun, on passion. And, you know, Jokic plays hard. Yeah. No one doubts that i mean he's shown it he's mm-hmm. got a title he's got league mvps to show for it but the personality of Giannis, for me just carries weight in 
the people that you're going to put around him are probably going to want to play with him. With Jokic, it's almost it's like, I don't know, he feels like he's kind of, and this is an outsider looking, I don't know if there's any truth to this, he feels like he's not as close with the rest of the guys on that team. Yeah. Well, as Giannis like, is you know, with his guys. But you think about it, um, some of the guys over the summer were partying with him in his country, so I think he must have a, a good relationship with him. But I do, I do think that each one of them have tried to open up more because they learn from some other players in the league that you need to open up to your teammates and then they like you more and then you play better. So I think yeah. both of them are learning to be more open with their teammates. Yeah, and speaking of personalities, you see recently Giannis had tried – like when Giannis tries stuff for the first time, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Like he just tried a bratwurst for the first time not too long ago and they had a video <laughs> footage of it. And he was like – it's good. Like he, the fact that he's trying things that we've tried hundreds of times, and he's trying it for the first time. That also adds to his personality because it's like, bro, this man make forty, fifty million dollars a year, but you forget that he's not from here. And he, it's like this man is trying this for the first time. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, but I, I just like stuff too. Like when he went to Chick Fil A. Yeah, after he won the NBA title. <laughs> They didn't know who he was, and he ordered all these nuggets, and they're like, "What do you order? Like fifty one? Yeah, fifty. With the yeah, number? yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That just I don't know why to me that that's like someone I want to play with and hang out with and have fun with, and you know that has to lend some credence outside of the fact of what they can do on the. And he's about his, but when he's on the court, he's about his business. Oh no, he does. He's taking. Yeah, about his business now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I do also like uh, when we throw stuff out on the show and people respond to it. Uh, I brought up family fight stories. Told the story last week about my uh-huh. my dad yeah. knocking out my stepdad in the middle of a Kmart. Um, <laughs> and uh, our dear friend Caleb uh, sent me two from his childhood that are almost too good not to share. So this is from Caleb. Story number one: My grandma and grandpa were both school teachers. My grandparents took in my grandma's student aide, who had a hard time, uh, who had a very hard upbringing. And then a few years later, my grandpa and the student aide ran off with each other and got married. Wow. They had a kid when my grandpa was 60. My grandma told the kid she could hang out and be in her life or his, but not both. Oh, no. Wow. I I would not want any part of being a new parent at 60. But that ain't even a new parent at 50. Yeah, 50 (laughs) is even a tough part. But the crazy part about that story is... Yeah, being a new parent at 60 is kind of wild, but that's done quite a few times. That yeah. ain't even the wild part about this. Boy, they ran off with the aid. With the student aid. <laughs> oh, no. With I mean, the student so aid. She had to be like, what, 23, Oh, 22? probably, right? Hey, Grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa getting it done. Good for you, Grandpa. Nah, I ain't going to say that. No, um, I know, but uh, I mean. Yeah. Didn't De Niro just have a kid, and he, like, what, 73? 
Yeah. Robert oh, De Niro? no, uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Al Pacino. Oh, yeah, and, Al Pacino. yeah, and I think he's like, actually, I think he's older than that. He might be like uh, 70. But see, the thing about it is, those older guys like that got bank. Like, they got hey, money, money. No, but it, it, it lets you know at 70, you can still be getting it in. Oh, men can oh, do yeah. that. Men can do that. Yeah. But is, I think, too, if I'm not mistaken, Al Pacino's <laughs> either wife or fiance is like significantly younger. She's like 20 or 30 something. Yeah, she's in her 30s or yeah, something. Yeah, and but, he's and he's almost, he's cracking 80. You know what I mean? Like, dude. Yeah, but uh, he got money, though. Yeah. So I mean, we, we've I, seen the old, we've seen this guy that is 40 years older than the woman. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, we, yeah, he yeah. got he got money. Come change the baby's diaper and your grandfather's diaper. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> they both need changing. They both need wiping. Who's up? Uh, all right, let's go story number two from Caleb. My dad never paid attention or did anything related to our schooling. Except for my kindergarten year, he would volunteer, he would come on field trips, and we found out later that my dad was banging my kindergarten teacher. <laughs> mm, mm. Only time I ever got an A, he said. <laughs> Did you have a crush on a school teacher when you were a kid? Was there ever nah. a school teacher you had a crush on, or did you get like the old biddies at your school? I, I had old biddies. I never Man, had a crush on anyone. I had old biddies until I was like in sixth grade. And then we got a gym, female gym teacher. Who was just, I mean, she must have been 25, out of control. And like every single kid in the school found out what it was to be a man that year. <laughs> every kid in the school was like, oh my God, I can't stop. Oh, what's going on? I don't know what's happening. Like she was out of control, beautiful. And uh, it was the first time we ever had a teacher that, yeah, because all the other teachers were just old women. And then all of a sudden we got this banging hot young, all the boys didn't even know what to make of it. Didn't even know what to make of it. And. If you ever got a story you want to share with us and have uh, have us laugh at, please do share it. Uh, thank you, Caleb. Thank you, Not Caleb. even in college. <laughs> Not even college? Uh-uh. You didn't have like a teacher's aide or young professor's uh-uh. assistant or something that uh-uh. needed basketball tickets one night under the bleachers? None of that? Okay. Right. Okay. We're just checking. Uh, all right. Last thing that comes up here. Uh, I put this down because uh, Exorcist Believer. Was in movie theaters this weekend. I guess they did a they did a follow up movie to The Exorcist. I want to see that. Which looks like it could be as scary as the OG. Um, the uh, the only thing was it didn't really do that well at the box office. Uh, I think the the problem it had is it's really hard to put your name uh, on what is arguably one of the scariest movies ever made in The Exorcist. Um, so the question is, what are your favorite Halloween movies or scary movies to watch this time of year? Because it's Halloween season. We're in it. Yeah, your favorite Halloween movies? Halloween, um, I don't know. Because The Exorcist is freaking dope. But the other day, our but our uh, operations manager Scott was watching the original Poltergeist. Yeah, mm-hmm. the old one from the eighties. Yeah, it it's good, man. It still holds up. I mean, the graphics get a little cheeseball-y at sometimes, but <laughs> yeah. dude, doll under the bed, forget it. Mess me up. <laughs> Mess me up. Is uh, you know the one that that where she. What's the one where she comes up out of the comes out of the TV? Oh, you're oh about the, ring. the ring, the ring, yeah, the ring is trippy. Yeah, and that was a newer one too. That was like mm-hmm. early two thousands. I think the ring came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever get into the Saw movies? Not really. Was Shaq in one? Oh, is that the? No, he he, I... he did the scary movie parody. Yeah, yeah. Where he was parody, trapped yeah. in a room with Doctor yeah. Phil and he cut his foot off and it was the wrong foot or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he had to make a yeah. It was like a bad... one of the scary movie parodies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah. I never got into, like, I don't like um, gore for the sake of it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, something that has suspense and story, I'm all down for. 
But like those movies to me were just like, what's the grossest shit we can come up with? All right, cool, let's film it. I'm like, oh, I, I'll say, I'm gonna tell you, mm, I say the scariest movies I've I've seen, and I don't watch them no more because I, I mm, the uh, Insidious movies, no, 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 no. <laughs> I haven't seen them. Uh uh-uh. uh, they are scared. Like they scary. Like I remember watching it one time. And I've seen. That one, those and paranormal activity, those are the ones. The paranormal where activities aren't that scary. They yeah. they drag at times. Man, Maybe so. It's all like security camera footage. Yeah, know? but it's weird because when they get to them parts, it get to them parts. Yeah, it yeah. does, but it takes a while. And man. and and in City of Series, I remember watching the first one. I'm I kid y'all not. I can't tell you how many nights I slept with the light on. Cause <laughs> didn't these movies come out recently? No, I said the first one. When did the first one come out? Oh no, you gotta look it up. All right, <laughs> I I can't say whether I was or was not of the age where I shouldn't be sleeping with the light on, but it tripped mm-hmm. me out for a few days. Yeah, you know, which which what's what's the movie where um, they all get off the plane and the plane blows up, but death still oh, finds them? Final destination. destination. I, I, used to, I I I know that's not scary, but. Those I I really like those. Okay. Insidious came out in 2010, by the way. So I was in college. 13 years. <laughs> so you were in college with a nightlight. No, I didn't say a nightlight. Yeah, you but said my, the light but on. I, I didn't. Yeah. Well, I didn't have a nightlight. And, and your my, footy pajamas. No, my my lamp. <laughs> what it, what 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 happened was my. Mama, bring me some cocoa. Obviously, I got the lamp on, and I just so happens to forget to cut the lamp off when I went to sleep. So therefore, there was a light on when I was sleeping. <laughs> but the Insidious movies uh, trip me I had to watch, out. I yeah, now I gotta watch it. Watch. I've never it's seen. Creepy. I've never it's seen creepy. any of them. It's creepy. The third one just came out this year. I haven't seen. Insidious, I saw the, first the Red Door. Yeah, I ain't seen that one. Um, or no, that was the fourth one. Jam. There were four of them. Yeah, I ain't seen Insidious, and then Insidious Chapter Two, and then Chapter Three, and then the Red Door. I saw the first two. I and then there's a lost key. shit. There's like five of these things. Now I'm this out. sounds like work. I'm out. Oh, <laughs> I'm out. This sounds like work now. I'm all the way out. Yeah. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.